It's that time again, guys. We are doing a market update show any minute. I'm going to have Joe. I'm going to have Anthony. I'm going to have Tara, my show sponsors, coming to share their knowledge with you. And I hope you appreciate it, enjoy it, and take it to heart because there's some important stuff in here if you've been thinking about doing anything with real estate anytime soon. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns, and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market, and it's evolved into so much more. I've found that I love talking to people and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well. More specifically, where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns at Grateful Heart TV. And in studio today, I have two of my lovely sponsors, Joe Smith with Epic Mortgage and Tara Krieg with the TK team. Welcome, guys. Hello, hello. Good to be back. And of course, you know, we wouldn't have a show if we didn't have dun 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 Anthony Benna with Navi Title coming to us from Bermuda. Hawaii. Hawaii. Turks and Caicos. Where else could you be? <laughs> Pick your location. Maybe Laguna Beach. Could, I don't know. Wherever wherever is nice Dude, and get sunny. Better than Laguna Beach. Where you're nice and tan since this is the summer, you know, I am dating our show because we're talking about the market today, August 1st, 2023. Mm. And we like to do this update every couple months just to show how wrong we were from last time. Damn it. <laughs> now, <clears throat> Joe, we did name our last episode you're right twice a day. Yes. Or the clock a, is a, a broken clock. And is that's right what it was. Twice, twice a day. day. So we were right on some things last time, but I think overall we're, we're pretty, you know, the four of us, between the four of us, we have over 100 years' experience because we've all been doing this a really long time. Yeah. So, Anthony at the Title World, my two lender, favorite lender partners I have, you guys know better than anybody, in my opinion, what's happening today. And the reason why I say that is there's a lot of bad information out in the news. That causes a lot of fear. Anthony, what's your favorite quote? On cue, come on, Anthony. Uh, um, headline, which one? Headlines do more to terrify and clarify? That's yes. One. Headlines data, do more. Data over drama. I like the headlines over, what did it say that again? The, the terrify part? Headlines do more to terrify than clarify. Yeah, I would say so. And so I think in general, we have a lot of bad publicity out there telling people it's a bad time to buy real estate. Well, our friend, oh, that's really cute. Let's listen to this episode real quick. So you know what the question I'm asked every day of my life? Is now a good time to buy a house? And you know what? Nobody thinks it is, but I'm gonna tell you something else. What's holding everybody back is the higher interest rates. They don't seem so high to me. So I remember 18, 19%, so remember they could go higher. But the most important thing is once you wait until interest rates go down, all hell is gonna break loose. Everybody's been thinking about buying a house, gonna be out looking and you know, overbidding every house. The prices are gonna go through the roof. So pick your poison. High interest rates now, which aren't so high, or super high prices once they come down. Your choice. So let's just Oof. forget the whole 18, 19%, because yeah, I think Barbara's, down, Barbara. Barbara's dating herself with that one. Um, I, I had to laugh at this. I know, look who's, this is, I, is he wearing glasses? Yeah, look at this. this so Joe, this was last <laughs> month, and I'm just visiting last month. Hey, Joe, we need to get. Okay, so I'm, I was only visiting last the last episode from June, because we had a lot of fun. 
not no offense, Joe. Anthony was just as fun in person as you usually are. Lies. Although he wasn't wearing shorts. Can you please stand up for us? Yeah, they're they're shorts. And sandals. <laughs> That's happening. So he yeah. Joe's got flip-flops and shorts on. Anthony, you're gonna have to step it up next time. Um, but all of that said, you know, our friend Barbara of Shark Tank, I'm hoping people will listen to her because I've been saying what she's been saying for months and months and months. Yep. And sadly, very few of my clients are getting off that fence because all they're lo- doing is staring at the headlines. And there is so much. Oops, sorry, I'll get past that. There's so much fear right now in the market. But before I mention that, I do have to say thank you, sponsors. Thanks to you and your support, Anthony. I'm including you, even though you're not on the screen right now. We just hit fifty thousand views on YouTube with our show, so I was pretty Woo. excited about that. Um, and of course, I put our fun little picture from our last episode right here. And right next to it was a great article talking about what happened last week with the interest rates. That's where I'm going to bring our friend. Hello. <laughs> I need to have Fry. Can you delete those videos so they stop playing while we're doing this? And then Anthony, Joe, Tara, what happened last week? Because I have an article there on the outline, but I'm pretty sure you guys all can share with us what happened last week and what are people looking at right yeah. now. So, so before we do that, I'm going to say that like everybody else, our opinions will all probably be different. Yeah. So nobody really knows, but let's hear it. Let's see what we got. I'll go last. Are you going <laughs> to? <laughs> let, let, let the lenders go first. I always go first. Okay. okay. Well, first. I would say it's more about what's happened this month than it is what's happened this week. Well, so last week, though, is when was the, the feds, feds and they yeah. raised a quarter. But there's so much misconception about that. And still to this day, our clients will believe that because the Fed raised the Fed funds rate a quarter percent, that their rate automatically is going up a quarter percent. On long-term interest rates, that's simply not the case. And as a matter of fact, sometimes the market responds favorably to that. And so we did not see all this, yes, volatility for different reasons, and we'll touch on that, but no, that's not what caused long-term interest rates to trend higher. Oh, okay. Joe? Okay, so I have a good opinion on this, and it's my own. (laughs) So so what's happening is the numbers, however they're constructed, Mm -hmm. and they are constructed, are showing us that the economy is doing really well. They're yeah. saying that there's most people have, are fully employed, mm-hmm. that the inflation number is slowly ticking down, mm-hmm. and the stock market is rallying, and everything is right in the world, is what they're saying. They're actually saying that there's not going to be a recession now. So with all that being said, things are great, which means they don't have to lower rates, and they're actually going to raise the interest rates to compensate for all the goodness in the world. They're trying to slow the goodness down too much by raising data. the rates. And then when that trend starts to reverse, as eventually it will with all cycles, then the rates will also come down. But we don't have any indicators that that's coming. So these rates look like they're here to stay for <clears throat> a while. Okay. So out of curiosity, you know, last in the beginning of the year, we were talking about maybe May, because Barry Habib was saying May, they were yeah. gonna come down. And then instead, our debt ceiling got rose, raised, thank you. And so it came down for a hot second, and then it went back up again. So I haven't paid attention. Have either of you guys paid attention to what Barry's saying these days? Does he still think that rates are going to come down sooner than later? Because I thought 
we were already in a recession. Based off of the actual definition of what a recession means, we were in it last year. He definitely feels like they've already done enough raising and that it takes time to really see the effects of those interest rate hikes Mm -hmm. in the months to follow. And he just doesn't feel that we've had enough time to really see the last two to three rate hikes in full effect. And there's no question that we're definitely seeing the inflation numbers improve. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Anthony, your turn. Have you want to chime in on any of this conversation? I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm kind of right on where Joe is saying. But the one thing I want to throw in this conversation, if you wait for rates to come down, the house you're going to buy is going to cost you more. Well, Barbara said that. I totally agree. And He's we've in been the barber saying camp, that. yeah. Yeah, we're all part of the barber camp here because I think we've all been saying that for quite for some time. For a long time. time, yeah. But we were expecting rates to come down in May, which they did a little bit, but then they ticked back up, which we weren't predicting. Yeah. And so now what we have to do, I think, is people are wrapping their brains around. And this is where I wanted to share oh, that quote. Oh, Oops. Joe, all right, we need to delete that. Hey, <laughs> I don't party. No, every time I switch hit mute. If you hit mute, it won't play. Oh, thank you. You're okay. welcome. So recession, stock market, real estate market, and then we have fear and inflation and rates. These are all the things I wanted to talk about today. The definition of fear being, be afraid of someone or something as likely to be, what does that say, Tara? I can't read that far away, dangerous. Um, I can't even read the rest of that. Basically, something dangerous is coming to the marketplace, and that's not good, right? It's what a lot of people are thinking. So I get this text, and this is the text I was referring to, Anthony, because you know this person who sent this text to me just last night. I have a new listing coming to market. This person was interested. She's like, when are you doing picks in a listing? It would be probably just depend on what you think I could get my Gilbert house. I would be sad to see my 2.625 interest rate go, but at least I'll have a bigger tax write-off. That's the spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, Anthony, any idea who who we know in common might have sent me that text last night? Uh, James Raines. No, no, no. (laughs) Actually, it's it's one of our favorite title people that we work with because she was interested in the property we're getting ready to list. She actually went and looked at it last night. And then she did the math with the loan, and she's like, Ugh. I'm not saying she's saying no yet, but she's thinking about it because you have to think twice, three times, four times, ten times. So she has to rationalize it in her brain yeah. that it's okay. So this is the first shot of what it would look like. Uh-huh. She's got to soak it in. She's got to realize that this is happening. Uh-huh. And then once she can get past that, then she'll move forward. So let me add hey, to the hey, equation. Hey, Rebecca, uh-huh. Rebecca what? what? One thing on that in the thinking, and you guys tell me if I'm right or wrong in this one, it might be overthinking it. I don't know that person's current situation or house they're at. But like, for an example, a lot of people made a lot of money in the last three years and will show on my chart on their home. Now, what they'd have to look <coughs> at is, where's my peak value on my house goods in the next three to five years and the one I'm currently in? And then if I upgrade to another house, am I going to make more money on that house in the next three to five years? And they check the points, better house, better living, better location plus I'm gonna make more money in the next three to five years right well, all of that I agree with and so let me add to the equation she only owes 260 on a home that she owns that's worth 700 so if she wants to say slap down 400,000 on a purchase of eight something her payment may not be that bad and as she said I know Joe's making faces I know it's not 2.625 <laughs> don't make barfing faces either. Uh, you Joe. know I think the other thing that's worth homeowners <clears throat> considering is if they're nearing the top of their capital gains so if they purchased a home and they've seen a good amount of appreciation yes. that's a great opportunity 
Sorry about that. Keep going, Tara. <laughs> okay. I was trying to get Anthony back on the You're screen good. with us. I was just <clears throat> saying, I just had this conversation with a gal because she's right at the, she's single, so she's right at two hundred and fifty thousand of uh-huh. equity that she's gained since she bought it. Ooh. And by selling the house, she doesn't pay any taxes on that money, but she resets that starting point for capital gains in the future, and a lot of people aren't taking that into consideration. Oh my goodness! You know, I didn't even think about that. That is truly an important thing to consider because the gal I just talked to on that screen. Um, she got divorced this past year. Mm-hmm. And so I believe her tax basis on capital gains just dropped from half a million to 250, because isn't that the difference on a single versus married couple? It depends if she bought him out. So we, there's more to that. There's more to that. It yeah. depends. I love, depends. The, I love the attorney like answer. Check with your CPA. <laughs> Check with your CPA. Okay, so that said, that is something to consider though, because capital gains, you only have so much, and most people that are holding on to these really low loans on yes. homes that maybe they no longer are in love with, maybe aren't big enough or small enough right. or all things, but they just can't let go. And they, they don't blame them. Well, and the other thing is, Rebecca, a lot of people are not considering converting that home to a rental, cash flowing on it, and then taking the difference in that <clears throat> payment and applying it towards the new purchase to help offset that cost. So they're still getting to take advantage of that great low interest rate and generating rental income. I think it just depends if the numbers work. So on that, c- on that scenario, if she took out over 400 or something like that to buy the next house, then the new payment because of the second she would have to take out, probably would be more than what she could get for rent. Yeah, she'd have to look at that and see. So she'd have to look at that and see. But it gives you a lot to think about. And that's the thing right now is a lot of people just think it's bad. Yeah, instead of looking at their particular situation. Instead of calling us and letting us analyze it, right? Anthony, do you have anything else you want to add to that? Because I know you have slides. Tara has slides. We all have slides. We all want to share slides. slides. Thank God Joe doesn't, because this show would be 10 hours long. All right, so I appreciate for I fixed my problem, so we don't have to listen to Barbara every time I scroll around. I just want to show you guys a a snapshot of today. Today, the Cromford Index is at 161. So it's come down a hair since last month, but not much. July. That's what I was about to say. We're in Arizona. You're wearing shorts. I'm in a tank top. It's hot as it's hell. Hot. It's the hottest it's ever been. Arizona <laughs> yeah. is where we are right now. Horrible. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to ignore the difference between today and last month because we are in the worst you know, of the heat. And we always click down a little bit right now, right? But that said, our listing success rate is still higher than average where it has traditionally been. And active listings are at 14,000. We need more houses to sell. Yep. Pending listings are right around 5,000. Two years ago, pending listings were seven. Today, the homes under contract are just under 8,000. Two years ago, we were closer to 11. But this picture, to me, does not look grim. To Joe's point, our economy seems to be doing pretty resilient, you know, being pretty resilient in spite of the fact the rates are high. Yeah. Right? And then when you look at appreciation year over year, we all know prices are a lagging indicator. But for the most part, everything I'm seeing on this chart's pretty average. You know, days on market, 60 days, that's pretty average. We're at about two months of inventory. We need probably more like three or four. So I'm not seeing anything on here that's alarming telling me that things are crashing or anything like that. In fact, I believe on that screen there that we're talking about the stock market doing well. Joe, you already addressed that, so we don't even need to talk about that. And then I have some other charts over here which were pretty interesting, and I think we're just going to put this in the show extras. So if somebody wants to come back and read through all this data from the Cromford Report, Chandler is still the number one city in the valley, but they have fallen just a little bit from how hot it was. 
but a lot of the other bigger cities have fallen a little position again because of the July. summer heat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Joe, I, I don't see any reason to be concerned about anything at all because the market hey, is Joe, definitely doing great. Joe, you were, you were, you, Joe, you were away last month when we did our last show, and I'm sure you went out to dinner. And I'm sure when you went out to dinner, Rebecca, you were just away. I'm sure every restaurant was empty, right? Dude, so, okay. I, I'm glad you brought that up because last Saturday with a couple of friends, kind of on the last minute tip, we were like, let's go try to, let's go out for dinner. Saturday night. We couldn't find a reservation anywhere, nowhere. We actually had to go to Oregano's, order it, and take it home. Oh, you poor thing. You had to go to Oregano's. Well, <laughs> no, but that's all you could get. Like, there was you no. You couldn't get in. You could not get yes. in anywhere. There's so, so much population so growth in the valley, and if, these restaurants are definitely in capacity. If you think like there's people are holding back, they're not. No. So people are still pounding the restaurants. Go to Costco and see what that looks like. Yeah. It's packed. They're We're spending. Product. So yeah. it's not like what a year ago. A year ago, there was, in my opinion, a lot more fear because we didn't understand what the heck was happening. Today feels a little bit more like there's solid ground beneath our feet. Does it not? A little bit? No? It feels good. I, I'm, I'm feeling, I know, <laughs> I called you the other day and I was just like, everything seems so oppressive and rough out there. And I, I don't know. If I think <clears throat> what you and I were referring to, though, is just that we are, for whatever reason, a lots of people around us are experiencing loss and they yeah. seem to be health related issues and things of That's that nature. True. But um, I just think it's seasonal. You yeah. know, we see a lot of that and how quickly the optimism in the market can change right before the 4th of July. Yeah. I mean, there was just a lot of upbeat attitude. And then we saw a little bit of a drop off. And I'm sure we'll go right back, you know, into that optimism. I think the optimism is due to come back. And, Anthony, I know you love sharing your slides with us, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, it's all the Anthony show. We're going to watch his slides, and you're going to educate us on what's going around nationally. I know Tara's got some great ones, too. I'm assuming also national stats. Yep. And I'm happy to cover any local ones. And, of course, Joe's here to give us all support for our stats. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. 
keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. Hi guys, we're back from commercial break and we are so excited because Anthony's ready to go over his slides with us. And Anthony, over the top forecast at the end of 2022. This is you, right? Did you did you peek at my PowerPoint? Earlier? I because, did not peek. Because the first part goes into what we were all talking about, the headlines. And I just want to go over, and there was more to this one, but do you remember back in December, Rebecca, you can read this one, go ahead. These are the analysts. Remember when they were calling for the yep. market crash? And, oh, yes. I expect housing prices, prices to drop. fall 10 to 15%, and the housing prices are accelerating on the downside. That was from the end of 2022. And in fact, here in Phoenix, now this might be a national thing, but here in Phoenix, we've increased 11%. Wait, 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 wait. They did go down 10% for Correct. about a minute. In the fourth quarter. Right? No, but that's, yeah, but that but was. But then they came back. Yeah. So the, They're is, saying for 2023. Oh. This is what they were saying was going to happen in 2020. So their broken clock might have been right twice in that twice. day also. <laughs> um, so essentially, they were predicting the market to crash worse in 2023. Yeah. And in fact, all it's done is come back. Yeah. yeah. We were more so than 10% next, since December of 2022. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Anthony, keep going. The next one's my one of my favorites, if you can read it, because look who, look who it's oh, from. Oh, your favorite. <laughs> yes. Anthony Goldman loves Sachs. Goldman Sachs researches research and the home price model suggests home prices will decline around five ten percent from the peak in, in the US. Economist uh, uh, economists. Thank you. <laughs> at Goldman Sachs research, they there are risks that housing markets could decline more than their model suggests. So again now, if you wrong. remember if you remember what else did Goldman Sachs say? They picked out four city four states in cities in the whole country. And we're going to go back to the 2008 housing crash. And mm -hmm. guess which was one of those places? The Phoenix market. They said we're going to drop 20 to 25 percent. Yeah. And I went nuts on them well, on social media. Because of the fear factor out. that they're throwing out there. It just, you know, I think that's the reason why we do this show because we want people that we know, love, and care about to listen to us mm -hmm. and not the scary headlines because the fear factor is real. And um, all right, let's, let's talk about this slide, Anthony. You have consumer confidence in home prices prices weakened toward the end of 2022 by 37%. That's why do you, and why do you think so? Just what you just said. Yeah, the headlines. The headlines. The headlines. That's really it because those of us in the know know people are spending. So the headlines are not a good representation and earning. And the, earning. The, this one drives me nuts. One of four people still believe home prices will depreciate. Hey, Anthony, I hear it all the time. You know, just like Barbara, the video, she's answering, is it a good time to buy? Everybody just assumes right now is not. And right. then there's the negative people that go around. They're always negative. That are always going to say life is going to get worse. I mean, shoot, Anthony, you and I have been friends for, what, 15, 20 years now. And during the actual crash, didn't we kept hearing about how the inventory, we had this shadow inventory and all these foreclosures coming and the prices were going to drop? That never happened. You know, I want to spin this the other way and I want to go, 
three out of four people believe that prices will not depreciate. Hey, Joe so, Smith, hey. I like you, so dude. That's that's the winner right there. Three because, out of four. Because they're, they've been watching our show. Yes. Well, and so this, to your point, though, Anthony, even the slides can be kind of perceived negative. I like positive Joe. Joe positive. Class half full. I, I, who is this guy? That's, I know. that's my slide. <laughs> that's your slide. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Here, here's actually what's really happening. Okay, so what's really happening? Let's talk about the real reality out there. And I believe this was, oh shoot, I, I always get too carried away. There was a quote after that one. Oh man. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Is it this one? Or do I need to crawl up a little nope. bit? Nope, you gotta go up a little bit. There's two good charts you're missing. Oh man, I hate it when there I do that. There you go, the blue one? The blue one. Okay. Yep. There is no doubt that the housing market has reignited from a home price perspective. Firming prices have now fully erased the pullback we tracked through the last half of 2022 and lifted the seasonality adjusted Black Knight HPI to a new record high in May. Now, I loved May. May was a good month in my business. May, I really wish would come back. Anthony, I'm trying to find you because April and May were actually really good because yep. the rates did drop a little bit. Just a Bit. It does, but what a perfect sampling of what will, will happen, happen if we see rates drop even one percent. Agreed, agreed. That's all it's going to take, and I doubt they'll ever see them down in the fours anytime in the near future see, because you know of what's, that. What's amazing is if you read the quotes, they're always saying it could, it might, we, it should. They don't really know. No. So everything they say is qualified. They're not. They're not like Barbara is straight up. This is hap This will happen. Right. And I agree. Tara said this will happen. It will go crazy we if and when know. these rates do tick down uh, uh, enough. Half a point. Enough. I think even a half a point would give think, people optimism. I think fives. If you see something with a five in front of it, I think it's going to be go time. Well, it's supply and demand, oh. and it, it also has to do Rebecca with those cities. So Chandler's three buyers to every one listing. We're still yeah. seeing multiple offers. So if you're shopping in Chandler, that's not going to feel the same way as it is if you're shopping in a city that has less buyer demand. Kind of like AJ. But hey, I digress. So let's go to the appreciation skyrocketed in the last three years. Top 20 cities. Well, this gets into what we talked about where everyone was complaining about last year where prices drop, prices drop. And that last quote shows you we are back to, if not even to, all that money people lost. But what people are forgetting is how much money they made on homes in the last three years. And if you can look at that in the last three years, who's one of the highest ones on that chart, if not the highest? Phoenix, 54.2%. And, and so you made 54.2%. If you've only owned your, your home, home for three years. Oof. If you've for only owned years. your home in three years. For the win. That's yeah. pretty good. So, okay, let's talk. Three years ago, right now, was when COVID was at its worst and people were totally quarantined and I could go out because I was considered essential to go out and like sell houses and yeah. do things, right? So it was literally this month, three years ago, yeah. where I was having to tell people, I promise you it'll get better. I promise you it's safe to buy a house right now. And if they listened to me, look what happened. They killed it. They killed it. They it, killed it. It gets into what we talked about before. You want to bet against the champ. Yeah. Home prices in the long term are high. This chart is really good from Tina Tambor. I give her credit because it goes into what the news is and how you read data. If you look at that top chart, mm -hmm. if someone shows you that top chart, they're looking like, oh my God, look, prices are back to crashing again in Arizona, correct? Well, that's what it looks like. But then if you but understand the, the chart. But go, but go down to the bottom chart. It's the same data. Yeah. The only thing she removed was 3 million plus sales. homes by yeah. sales. Which again, seasonality. You, 
and our, our yeah those big yeah. high-priced houses usually don't sell in the summer because people don't like to come to phoenix when it's 120 yeah. degrees out so so what else that is telling you is those three to f three million plus buyers they're waiting a little bit they're they're a little bit more patient the half million four hundred fifty thousand buyers they're pouncing right now that's yeah. that's what they're that always well, yeah, anything in FHA price point, if it's an FHA, it's going to sell. Mm -hmm. It's going to sell. So, hey, Anthony, just because we have yeah. Tara's charts to get through as well, are there any specific charts you want to make sure we don't pass up on? Because I know you love them yeah, all. Go, yeah, you know what? You can skip over all the other ones because what, what it, the other ones are saying is basically how consumers are feeling. And most of them in that chart, it was a Fannie Mae survey, mm -hmm. basically said consumers are very confident that home buying something that they want, it's back again. And the one chart I want you to show you is the one above this one. Well, I think this is really cool though. I love the fact, because it's true. Um, confidence is contagious and so is lack of confidence. And so sentiment of the second quarter in 2023, 18% said they're likely to buy a home in six months. And 16% said they're likely to sell a home in the next six months. And, and on top of that, Rebecca, 64.5% of sellers said they're more likely to sell in the six months after talking to a professional knows what the heck. Well, I mean, that again, you know, I've said this to my own agents just recently. The key is getting to talk with our folks. You know, so many people, you know, they just glance at the headlines and then they don't even pick up the phone. You know, if you guys have any question about your situation, whether it's Tara, whether it's Joe, whether it's Anthony or me or somebody, talk to somebody about your situation specifically because we already know the cities in, in the valley range a ton yes for demand right so where you're located can make or break whether or not it's a smart time to sell or not for you and then if you're talking about the whole country you know everything varies based off of where you're at and your situation is going to change it depends it depends <laughs> it depends so tara let's get to your charts yep i do have tina's last presentation just in case we need to go through there but this chart in particular joe and i really are pretty happy about <laughs> So, so Anthony, can you read what it says? No, I can't. But U.S. births by year. It talks about the millions. I'm going to let Tara explain why 1973 was so important. Joe, the same year we okay, were born. Which I'm going to, but do me a favor. Take me back up to slide two. Okay. And we're going to start here. Okay. So I want you guys to pay attention to this because this is really important. When you talk about the data, the facts versus the fear, this is where this comes from. So this shows how new household formations versus new construction completions. And I want to touch on that because it's really important to what happened with oh, the excess Lord, supply in 2006 into 2007. So yeah. builders were building through the roof. And so if you look at this chart, there were far more new construction completions than mm -hmm. there were new household formations. Why is that? That's the next chart. So oh. click on that next chart for me. So because I've been in new home construction for the last 25 of my yeah. 30 years, I know this very you well. You know this. This is when I was a sales manager for Trend Homes and I could buy as many houses as I wanted. Yeah. And I did. Because we had a gluttonous supply. Yeah, we did. Yes. And then we had to eat through it and it took us several years to eat through so all that. So a lot of people don't understand this piece of it and I think this is so important to reinforce the confidence right. in today's housing market. So go to the next slide, which is US burst by a year. So the average first time home buyer is 33, even still today, 33 years old. And back in 2006, that was still true. And so what happened 33 years before 2006? Well, we saw a huge drop off 
in U.S. births. I keep waiting for it. Good year, baby. Good year. Waiting for it. So, so what was the reason for that, you guys? What happened in 1973 that would have significantly reduced U.S. births? I was born. Me too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Joe's a little bit older than me, though. Thank God I'm not born until October, so I'm not quite 50 yet. But 50 years ago, Roe versus Wade was passed. In 1973, that's yes. exactly right. And so you can see a major decline in U.S. births the following years, regardless so of your So basically, Tara told me and Joe we were lucky to be alive. I did say that. <laughs> I said, you guys made the cut. <laughs> so, but fast forward. So you guys, look how interesting this is. So fast forward to today. So Rebecca, go down to slide five, and I want to show you that. guys something. So in if the average age of the first-time homebuyer is 33, mm -hmm. then they were born in 1990. Okay. Look at U.S. births <laughs> in 1990. They actually peaked. They peaked, and they remained very high. And so what that tells us, if you go back down... Go There's to, more babies being born. Yes, there are, which is new household formation. So go back to chart four and um, look at the difference. Yellow is completion of construction. Blue is new household formation. So I will tell you my opinion, we need to get cranking building we houses. We do not we don't have, have enough, enough houses. inventory to meet the demand for housing. Nowhere in this country. In fact, I've been doing a lot of research. Oklahoma is flying off the charts. They've increased year over year and housing starts by 74%. I just talked to somebody in New Jersey. They're seeing 20 offers on a listing yeah. because they have no inventory. I'm homes. telling you, I really think yeah, right now, is a seasonality yeah, thing. All right, Anthony, let's who let's wants to, who wants to live in New Jersey? Joe. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Joe's the unicorn. He made the cut. Andy wants the to live The pizza in. is so good. <laughs> oh, I bet the pizza mm. is real good there. But oh no, gosh. I think that's a really good point to make though, is we don't have enough houses and that's not changing anytime soon. So if you need a job, I'd go work for a local home builder if I were you, because anywhere There's in this entire country, we need more homes to be built. It's a huge. ton of opportunity. And what's interesting about that, Rebecca, if you go back to those slides, go to the low vacancy, chart number six. I think it's really important people to understand this. So homeowner vacancy and rental vacancy back during the housing Oh yeah, we had vacant houses recession, all over town. We had all these vacant homes. Look today. We have no vacant homes. Historically low vacancy, and we know population growth in first-time homebuyers is just going to Continue to grow. Continue to expand. Especially in certain areas like Phoenix. So chart number 10 is for Anthony because he loves to say betting against the champ. Oh, 73 to 7 to 1. Again, 1973 is all I keep seeing. This is the performance <laughs> of the housing market. So a lot of people say, well, Arizona in the last three years went up 54%. We're due for a crash, right? Yeah. And so we always have to really look at the numbers. From 1943 to 47, we went up 118%. And then home prices continued higher for 43 straight years. Then from 74 to 79, they went up another 93%. And then for the next 10 years, they consecutively appreciated. Tell me what stock you wouldn't buy if you knew if it was the gonna pattern go that much. of performance appeared as it yeah. does in the housing market. No, it's insane. It's, it's totally insane. insane. So just I, reiterating that confidence. Anthony, what are you going to say? Should've, you should have had a microphone on that and drop it after that. Oh, boom. Well, boom. I will say, <laughs> I mean, it's totally true. I just said this yesterday. In the last 50 years since we've been alive, Joe, yes, real estate's only gone one way, which is up. Right. And you'll never be wealthy renting. Because I had a first time home buyer I was on the phone with, and I'm just like, look, honey, I'm just telling you, quit being scared. Yeah. Go get that house and earn some equity so you can start yeah. paying off your student debt. That was like the whole conversation. Um, are there any hey, other Rebecca, Rebecca, talking about that, if you go back in December, everybody was fearful. 
and you ran it for $3,000 a month from December to now, and but if you would have purchased a $500,000 home then, how much equity would you have and then add in how much you lost in rent? 50,000. Yeah. And then take the 3,000 a month. Hey, yeah. I'm a perfect example that I bought a house in November that I'm getting ready to sell. And I could have thrown my money away on rent because I was in between houses. But you made the money. But we made money instead. Yeah. So, hey, are there any other charts? Because I want to yes. slide over to so Anthony's. So go to seven. Number seven. All right. So the last thing I want to show is available inventory. So in 2007, we had 4 million listings and 30 million less people in population. Oh, God. Today, we have just over a million, not including what's pending. Go to slide number eight. There's 466,000 of those available homes that yeah. are already under contract, yeah. leaving only 614,000 available homes for sale. If rates drop even 1%, oh, no. they will be 5 million home buyers sitting on the sidelines ready to charge those available listings, and totally home prices agree. are going to go through the roof. I, I totally agree. I, I, I've been saying it all year, <laughs> and I'm so happy when I have clients actually buy from me. But instead it's of so easy when it's not your opinion, and I tell I people that. Don't take my word for it. Let me just show you the numbers, right. and then you make an educated decision. Exactly. Don't disagree. All right, Anthony, are you ready to hit any more of your slides, or are we good with all your stuff? No, you're good. We're good with myself. You sure? Okay. Well, then yeah. I think we're ready to wrap this up. And since Joe was the one wanting to be last before, <laughs> oh. I'm going to ask Joe to be first this oh, time. I like it. And, you know, hey, they're going to copy. <laughs> <laughs> well, not your slide. That's right. <laughs> so, honestly, in, in wrapping up this update, if you will, rates today are probably mid sixes to sevens. Is that a fair statement, you two? Conventional is high sevens, and FHA, Govy is going to be low to mid. Oh, so there's nothing even in the sixes today? No, low to mid sixes. Okay, thank you. Oh. So, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I know, where's she shopping? <laughs> I, was like, um, I don't want to say anything. So, no. just, just, just to set the stage. And right now, we have 14... All the answers were in the sixes, by yes. the way. <laughs> and we have 14,000 homes to sell that are active. In a healthy market, we should have at least 20,000 homes for people to pick from, but... I have so many clients like my other friend who texted me last night sitting in these interest rates that they just can't walk away from. And I know you didn't really go as far as you wanted to, Tara, with your whole rent. That's okay. But you can you can close with that if you want. But that said, in the next, I don't know, until our next, until our next show in two months, do you feel, Joe, Tara, and Anthony, that there's any reason somebody should not sell a house or not buy a house? I wouldn't sell anything. That's just me. Okay. But I, and I would do whatever I needed to do to buy. And I can tell you that that's a, like a mantra in our office that if you really want to buy a house, you'll figure out how to buy a house. Whether it means you make more money, whether it means you you get a gift from your family, get a roommate, you have a cosigner, roommate, you have a cosigner, you will figure out a way to get a house. And then to the point that's been made, I don't know, ten thousand times over our our journey here, that the house most likely will appreciate per history it will appreciate mm, three to three to ten percent is probably somewhere safe uh-huh and if you buy a house for five hundred thousand dollars you're gonna make three to ten percent per year on your house and like everybody else is saying where else are you getting that kind of return and your alternative is to rent so if you think you're gonna rent you should figure out how to buy. Right. Talk to any one of, of us, us. Mm -hmm. and figure it out and make it happen. Because the sooner you make it happen, the better it will be financially, and you'll be on your way, and you'll not look back, and will most likely lead to more things. 
like the the tough decisions that these poor people have to make to get out of their 2.75 interest <laughs> rates on the, house, on, on the house that they made $400,000. Like these are their problems. I'll take those problems. These are good problems. Good problems to have. So get a house and get into those type of right. problems to have. You can't copy anything he just said. It's no, I already, <laughs> well, this is a perfect opportunity for me to segue into that. So Joe's absolutely right. If there's any possible way for God, that homeowner. I can't homeowner, hear that enough, sorry. <laughs> for that, reiterating what I've been saying, and Joe just followed along perfectly. <laughs> what we do. He, so if you have a low interest rate and you have the ability to convert that home to a rental property, it's going to be your greatest opportunity to cash flow on an investment property in the future. And so a lot of people don't realize you can put as little as 5% down mm -hmm. when you purchase a new home. So you mentioned your the gal before mm -hmm. of the $400,000 of repositioning that equity. She doesn't have to do that. So we can tap into a small amount of equity for that down payment and see if we can keep it. And if not, there's great ways to restructure that equity by paying off debt and getting them where they need to be for their next move. Awesome. Love it. Anthony, you're up now. What do you think, dude? What's going to happen in the next couple months? Is somebody going to regret buying or selling a house? When it comes to sellers, I, I, it, it depends on their situation. How about that? I can't say sell, hold, whatever. If everyone's different on that one. Um, but if you can buy and you're in the right place to buy right now, buy, don't look at that interest rate, buy because like, like you're going to make money on that home in the next three or five years. All the experts this year predicted everything was going to drop this year, have reevaluated all their numbers and they're all predicting either the market's going to be flat or go up over the normal rate of 4%. Next year, they're looking at four to 5% and a year after looking at seven over 7%. And we know our market's a lot higher than the national market. Awesome. And if the rates go down, forget about for whatever it. Is, the joint will forget be jumping. About forget and it'll about be it. Time to go. Then you'll have to sell because you're going to have to pay over appraised value. Yeah. Take that puppy as is. Whole other set of problems. <laughs> well, yes. and those are all the problems uh, we talked about two uh, years ago. Uh, um, I think rates are going to be lowered first quarter next year. Yeah. I keep telling people 12 to 36 months because I understand that there's a variety of different things that can well, happen there, but I, they are going to come down. And let's throw the they election in there and the, mid, and, and the whole thick of it, too, because we never know. It's very volatile. It's very unpredictable when politics depend? get. It always depends. It always depends. So I want to answer about selling the house. And it does depend. If you have a lot of equity and you need to pay off debt, because I'm seeing a lot of my clients come to me that have done nothing but rack up their credit mm -hmm. cards. Right. And so- America. I, yeah, right? And so, because they are going to the restaurant still, they're still taking their trips, and they're spending money. So if they're in a position where they're spending more in their unsecured debt every month, it makes more sense to me for them to do some form of something to get right in this world with their economics, with their financing. Well, and sometimes, Rebecca, we look at somebody and between their car payments, which are unbelievable, and credit cards and student loans, they have as much going out as their mortgage or more. Right. So by selling that property and eliminating that high interest rate debt, we can really bet, put them in a much better position. Well, and that's my point is everybody gets so focused on that dang number, right? Um, I actually have a listing right now, you know about it. It's a mm -hmm. vet who bought a home for me three years ago. So yes, his house did double in price and he has an assumable VA loan at 2.25. Mm. It's a great awesome. opportunity for an investor to assume that loan and pay him the cash difference so he can go off and drive the whole country like he wants to now that he wants to retire. But there's deals out there, that is my point. 
And if you want to invest right now, call me about my deal, because who doesn't want a 2.25 interest rate <laughs> right now? So I'm plugging the hell out of that house, because I think it would make a great rental for somebody. Throw down some cash, you get to assume this payment at $1,100. So there's opportunities out there like that. And if you're a seller, you might want to look, if you have a government loan, it may be assumable, most likely is. So that might be an avenue that you can sell, get a good price for your house, pay off debt, yeah. and then get yourself in a better position with the next house that you actually fit in. Because I am hearing a lot about people wanting ADUs today because they don't want to get out of that house, but it's not big enough for them and other things. And I, accessory dwelling unit, I'm sorry. Yes, ADUs they want to do an addition. They want to do an addition to their <laughs> yes. house. So I think there's, there's definitely good reasons to list. A lot of my sellers are wanting to list high because they know there's little inventory and That's some right. of them are getting it. It all depends on location. Yeah. Right now, Chandler's the best city to be selling a house in. Um, Mesa, we had a listing just go like that, and I was really surprised because I had 10 different colored walls and 10 different floorings, but it was the location. And then ultimately for the buyers, oh my gosh, you guys, don't wait. Date the rate, marry the house, divorce the landlord. I've said it all year long. It kills me to have a renter continue to pay somebody else's mortgage. Pay your own, well, have it, a forced savings yeah. account. Like there's so many reasons, yeah. even if your house doesn't appreciate, buy the freaking house, call me, I'll help you as soon as possible. Because <laughs> seriously, it kills me that so many people perceive it's bad and it's just the fear in the headlines. So that's how I'm ending the show today. Stop being scared. Call me, call Joe, call Tara, call Anthony, and we will help you navigate what's best for you in your particular situation. That said, thanks to everybody for checking in with us at Grateful Heart. We'll be back with you guys in two more months and see what the market does between now and then. What do you think, guys? It depends. <laughs> Anthony, one last word. Boom. Boom. Anthony thinks like it's going to boom. I like how you said navigate because that's navigate title. We navigate your way. Ah, uh -huh. there you go. Perfect way to close there the show. So we will navigate with you guys two more months and we'll see what happens two months from today. Thanks for watching. gosh always so much fun when i have joe tara in studio and anthony when he decides to show up but i'll take him on zoom anytime and the reason being is they are so knowledgeable i love these guys and i hope you did too and if you don't want to take our word for it at least listen to barbara of shark tank right now is a great time to buy a house and if you wait you're gonna regret it talk to you soon what a great show and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life we hope you enjoyed it if you watched us on youtube please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes likewise if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover Check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. I'm on vacation every single day, every single day.